Welcome to Hindsight. This is episode, like, 20 or something. Uh, we're going to be talking about video game design, and uh, we're going to talk about Sonic Frontiers. So Sonic Frontiers is currently, as of this episode going up, is an upcoming game in the Sonic franchise. A uh, long-standing franchise with some issues. So Sonic, over the years, has really had some struggles trying to stay relevant and producing good quality games. Um, in its infancy... The first, like, three Sonic games, the first several Sonic games are really, really good. I don't, you would have a much harder time arguing that those games are not good, rather than arguing that the newer titles are actual quality video games. And that's why it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a weird topic talking about Sonic Frontiers being the newest game, uh, because... Right now, we're in a what almost seems like a transitionary period where Sonic Team might almost be figuring stuff out on how to actually deliver a good 3D Sonic experience, uh, something they haven't done since the Sonic Adventure games, at least according to most people. Uh, I liked Sonic Heroes, but and a couple people like different ones, like Lost Worlds and Generations had parts that, that were 3D, but... By and large, the 3D Sonic games have really failed to keep the Sonic feel well coming into this different environment. And you know, I've, I've put a lot of thought into why that might be, and to me it just feels like the design is missing something. 3D Sonic games have kind of missed the mark for me design-wise. A lot of the, uh, the structure feels like they wanted to design a game that was a platformer first and like a Sonic game second. Uh, they were taking, you know, map design that was very similar to things like uh, Super Monkey Ball, maybe, um, Billy Hatcher, things like that, um, that were really 3D platformers first, uh, didn't have source material to draw from in the same way that something like Sonic did, where it was taking something and putting it into a new format. Sonic, though, it just hasn't really hit me the right way. Um, the Sonic Adventure games got really close. They carried a lot of the same atmosphere, a lot of the same feel of those old Sonic games in the 3D format, but in certain ways just didn't really capture what it was. Uh, and, of course... Both of those games suffer pretty heavily from some form of glitch or another. But that's not really one I want to talk about. Um, one of, I mean, it's part of the issue, I think. Uh, I mean, the thing that I see happening is that Sonic Frontiers is going to be a complete flop, which is really unfortunate. Um, I don't see any way that it's going to be turning around, and part of it is definitely that it's lacking that Sonic 
vibe, that that feel of the old Sonic games, the quirkiness, the comic feel to it, something that like Mania really, really managed to capture. Uh, and even forces to a certain extent, I mean, it was so wacky uh, that it kind of captured what that is. I'm thinking stuff like the Sonic Boom TV show uh, was really good and captured what Sonic should be like in the modern age. You know, Sonic with a voice and uh, the colorful cast that they have. I don't think Sonic Frontiers is going to deliver that, um, but I'm much less worried about that. I think uh, there's a lot of the game that we haven't seen that will probably deliver that. I think they'll do just fine on that front. Uh, we'll probably get more deliveries of stuff like Dr. Robotnik or Eggman and uh, the B-Cast with Tails and Knuckles. I, I assume that we'll see some of those characters. I don't think it's just going to be Sonic walking around the world of Nier Automata for like 30 hours or 16 hours. I don't know how long the game's going to be, but I w would assume... I just don't think it's going to be that empty. I think that we're going to get a lot more of that character, so I'm not super worried about that. With IGN's recent gameplay trailers, I have really deep concerns about how the game is going to deliver its gameplay experience. And that's something that isn't going to be fixed before release. These are very deep-seated issues that have been so well-established that there's no possible way that they'll be fixed uh, in, in the time between now and, I think, December when it's supposed to launch, since the game is still supposed to be released this year. And it's really upsetting to me to a certain point. Um, I think the game is really not capturing what it should be uh, and is really going to miss out on its potential. And... That's a little a little frustrating to me as a consumer and a lover of video games to see something that could be really, really good, could be, you know, the best in a franchise, but, like, in a lot of ways, Sonic Frontiers looks and seems like it's going to be really, really good. It has a lot of people excited, uh, and I was one of those people up until last week. I was very interested to see where this game was going to go and what it was going to be like. Uh, and I was planning on picking it up, but I don't think I'm going to be in that boat anymore. So I guess we'll just dig into it. Uh, my issues with Sonic Frontiers from these gameplay and combat trailers. I'm kind of glad I didn't start recording this episode before, um, I think it was Friday when that combat trailer came out, because, uh, yeah, I had more thoughts to add after that, uh, happened, after that dropped. So, uh, the gameplay in Sonic, Sonic Frontiers is interesting. To a certain extent, it's really hard to have a firm foundation on the gameplay uh, without having your hands on the controls. The gameplay felt really slow from the gameplay that they showed us, but uh, without seeing, you know, the player with their hand on the controller, it's really hard to tell if they're intentionally moving really slow or if there's a lot of buildup to Sonic running around. Uh, that's the kind of thing that I can't really say for sure is 
kind of a make or break deal for me, but there were much uh, bigger issues with the actual design of the gameplay that I think pretty concretely we can we can nail down. And one of those is just the general map design. So uh, one of the big things that people have been talking about on social media has been all the random floating rails uh, everywhere in this kind of training ground area, uh, I think, that people are thinking this is going to be. We don't really know if this is going to be like a tutorial area that IGN has shown us or if this is going to be the main area. Uh, Maybe they've said that and I just missed it, but uh, it's really hard to say whether this is what the full game is going to look like. Uh, And, you know, given some of the past games from uh, like Sonic Team and Sega, it's really hard to feel confident that there's going to be more than that when I really look into it. But looking at what they've shown us, I am not optimistic if uh, if what they gave us with this IGN trailer is you know, like showing what the game is going to have available, it's not a very good highlight for the game. Um, I'm seeing a lot of issues with... I'm going to use a term here, lines, which uh, for people who played things like Tony Hawk or Mirror's Edge, uh, those are kind of going to be the two games I want to talk about today. Uh, those those games really focused on momentum, uh, keeping up your movement forward, and then, you know, keeping an eye out for where you're going after each obstacle you hit. In Tony Hawk, there's a lot of stuff to do with uh, comboing, keeping your points going up, and doing tricks in in order and in succession. Uh, And that's where you get your lines from. You get bonus points for keeping things in order, continuing to move, and uh, getting things like that. So uh, Tony Hawk really is centered around, in its design, around having these lines. You see really long tracks, uh, circles in a lot of cases, around the maps in Tony Hawk, where Uh, You can ride a rail and then jump off to different ones, or you'll find half pipes. Uh, You can jump up to different levels and hit grind points there. Uh, Lots of jumps that lead into other jumps and rails. And that was something that I saw a really, really big lack of in the gameplay trailer for Sonic Frontiers. Of course, you know, they, they showed us a few spots where... Uh, you would jump on a rail and jump to another rail and jump to another rail. But after, you know, two or three rails every time, you'd be launched into the air and there's nothing there. You tumble back down to the ground. There's nothing to bounce off of. There's no other rail. There's no ramp. There's no road even. Your momentum is cut to zero and you have to build up deciding where to go next and which other short series of springs or ramps or whatever else to run over to and it didn't it didn't look fun Uh, i'll just put it that way it did not look like a good time Uh, coming from these different games it just left me very disappointed just looking at it 
And then my other example was Mirror's Edge, uh, and I actually booted that game up earlier today to play, you know, like half halfway through, just to confirm my suspicions. Uh, and yeah, that game, you can... I mean, obviously, I I have played through that game a number of times and know where to go, but even after, you know, like a year and not knowing the level's layout anymore, I was able to jump back in and just go to town with that. And it was really easy. I felt the momentum, everything was really easy to figure out and felt very natural. And again, that was something that I did not feel like delivered in that gameplay trailer. And I'm worried. I'm very, very worried. Because that's all we know of Sonic so far. Uh, and I would assume that this is going to be an example of what the rest of the game is going to be like. That's not a good thing. So, talking about the combat then, uh, with, you know, the gameplay, uh, the level design aside, and my issues and concerns with it, the combat looked awful. It, it looked so bad. There are a lot of concerns about the animation quality, the speed, and all of that, but man, going back to Mirror's Edge, having, you know, two or three enemies to slow down your progress, but not halt your momentum, it felt really good. It felt like you were overcoming an obstacle. In Sonic, it seems like they're trying to make the enemies the the goal rather than uh, a blockage in your in your path. It it didn't feel like they were trying to make the enemies like a stop along your way. And I also I'm not sure what kind of reward system there's going to be. I know I've talked about reward systems before. Uh, it seems like the enemies drop these like blue orbs of some kind. I'm not sure if that's a currency or like an XP uh, orb of some kind. I I just kind of hope it's meaningful because uh, Sonic Frontiers showed off this really big like Shadow of the Colossus type enemy. There have been a lot of comparisons made to that game and I think that is just blasphemous. Shadow of the Colossus was a lot more fun and a lot more complicated than that big monstrosity in Sonic Forces, that big egg dude with the three arms. And that did not look fun to fight at all. Uh, you could see several times where Sonic was getting stuck on the feet. Uh, you could see places where uh, there were kind of backwards momentum rings being shot out, and they were catching Sonic at really weird angles. Uh, and then, I mean, in so many ways, it just, even watching that fight happen once, it really looked like it overstayed its welcome. Having to do the same thing three different times and just waiting for all those animations, uh, getting knocked off every time, just didn't look very good. I don't expect the combat design is going to get any better than that. In fact, I think a lot of it is going to be these really boring fights with these piles of balls that you also see in the combat trailer. 
that just takes so many hits to take out. Uh, they're just punch sponges. It looked so bad. It looked... I, I don't know what else to say. It looked really bad. Uh, it didn't look fun. It didn't look like Sonic's attacks really had much weight to them or uh, any real value. It looked like you're just mashing the button uh, until you get knocked away and then you have to wait out uh, invulnerability frames until you can attack again. And on the surface, that may sound like the Eggman fights and something like Sonic, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Genesis. But this is so much worse. I mean, in a game like Sonic 2, you're able to, you know, tackle an enemy, jump on it, and it's over, and that's it, and you can keep going. I am very disappointed by the sheer lack of enemies uh, in this Frontiers trailer. There's, like, three enemies per square mile, and none of them look, like, fun to fight. Uh, they look like something to really go out of your way to labor over. And that's kind of frustrating, because I don't think anyone's going to want to do that. It reminds me a lot of my my issues with Breath of the Wild's uh, enemy camps, where it just didn't really feel like it was worth your time to go out of your way for. And I'm kind of expecting it to be like that. I think we're going to have a lot of issues seeing things that... Sega decided to take from other games, but didn't realize the drawbacks of, of those systems. I'm really interested because there's there's clearly some level of user interface, uh, heads-up display, health bar, something that Sega has not shown us in these trailers, and I'm curious to see what that's going to be like, uh, how many different like currencies or things that we have. Of course, all of these things said, that's not even counting things that are going to come out. I mean, it, it is Sega. We're going to have some some level of special edition nonsense. We're probably going to have some sort of microtransaction garbage. Uh, I hope not. I, I would really hope not. But it could happen. It has happened before. All I can say for sure is I think this game is going to be better than Balan Wonderworld, but that's not saying much. It's really not saying much. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's my basic thoughts on the whole Sonic Frontiers thing. I know a lot of people... People are kind of split on this game, actually. Uh, I have heard a lot of people who share the concerns that I have. I've seen a lot of people that that don't see them as issues, that are really still excited for the game, and I, I think that's great. I mean, I am always going to let people enjoy a game. Uh, don't let me stand in the way of that. If you like a game and I don't like a game, uh, that's totally fine. Enjoy what you want in whatever format you want. That's totally cool. Uh, yeah, but I have... Uh, I've run out of thoughts, I suppose, so I'll just close out the episode. Uh, if I have more, if IGN keeps putting out Sonic content for me to react to, uh, I will update my thoughts accordingly. Otherwise, just keep an eye out for this game, I guess. Uh, be concerned. Maybe play Mirror's Edge. Play some Tony Hawk. Uh, maybe you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, so, yeah. Play those games. Those are really good games if you haven't played them yet. 
Otherwise, I will... Uh, oh, I have a Mirror's Edge episode, actually, back on Hindsight. I think it's like episode five or six or something. Uh, you could go listen to that if you wanted. But until next time, I will uh, catch you later, and uh, yeah, have a good rest of your day.